Well, folks, it's another day, another episode of Mega Machine. Victor, how are you doing out there in these streets? Um, I'm, I'm frustrated. Oh, God, you frustrated. I'm frustrated because we might have to talk about this another time. But, you know, on the apps, you know, some people are on the apps, like I say. I get a little bogged down with so many open relationships or people in relationships in the app. With um, uh, Just in yeah, the we way. might have to table that conversation. <laughs> so, so I'm a little frustrated because they just in the way it's like they like roadblock. You know, like in the Wiz, those big old red things that was chasing them in the in the, in the subway. That's what they are. These people who are in the single people oh, apps. Okay, so obviously Victor is going through it, Um, but (laughs) welcome to the show, everybody, and we are joined by a special guest. We are joined once again by a man podcast, so fellas, say hi. Hey, what's going on? Did he, 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 did you make it? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm just trying to figure out why the open relationship people oh, can't be see, on that. Five minutes. We're not even five minutes in, and this no. is already some top foolery. They, 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 no, no, no. they can be. They can be there, but my they can be there. I'm just saying that I'm trying to navigate. Don't you holler at me because you're asking me to flip up my script. See, your situation. Well, it wouldn't have to be. I feel, listen, man, I'm not mad at you. You want to know why they hollering at you when you know that they don't want you. I understand that. I feel you. Okay, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that I, it's just, I'm, okay, I'm looking out for me. I ain't got time to deal with you and then your jealous person. I've been through that enough with the jealous person worried about me and if I'm going to come and take who they got. It wouldn't be that way if he wasn't on there trying to talk to me. But you know, that's a whole... Oh God! I mean, we 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 open relationship advocate. Well, not we. I am on the... Man I actually am. I, I am now. Okay, hey. Come through. I'm no, I, I'm fine with it. You can do that. I'm not saying... I'm not against it. It's not for me, but I'm not against it. I'm just saying go and go to your own go find like they need to have a new app called Grouper or Grouper. <laughs> okay. Grouper, that sounds like a disease. Where y'all can go play over there. And us single hosts pay play on our own turf. That's all I'm saying. Y'all can go play over there. You know like Little League and Big League. Little League over here, Big League oh, over there, y'all. I, I, you know what? You don't play Big League and Little League in the same thing or T ball. Y'all all play together. I'm you know just what? saying. I like I like what you're thinking. We not we need to get together and talk about making an app. Okay, so it's to the two people yeah, that are listening. Thank you for saying through this. And it's not even <laughs> five minutes and it's all the sense of bullshit. Okay. Uh, I like that idea. I will invest. Twenty dollars. <laughs> I will right. came and took over. Came and took over. <laughs> I'm going to Silicon Valley on this. I'm about to make a million. I wouldn't go there. You know how they don't like anybody that's not colors. right. You know, they don't like them <laughs> colors, them Negroes. So what would what would the black version of Silicon Valley be called? Uh, Shea Butter Valley. <laughs> <laughs> 
beat Shea Butter Valley. <laughs> yes. I like that. Shea Butter Valley. Uh, I didn't do uh, <laughs> Egyptian Must Cast Valley. the Oil Heels. Yes. Come on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dracar Noir. Uh, <laughs> terrorist. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> Cocoa Butter Island. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Right. Yes. Palmer's Island. <laughs> the land of blue magic. Yes. <laughs> Queen, Queen Helen's terrorist. Yes, we will have that. If you say using blue magic, I cannot talk. I can't. Now, are we talking about blue magic, the hair grease, or blue magic, the uh, R&B group? So, you know, there's the difference. The hair grease. Okay, now. The hair grease. Ooh. The hair grease. It doesn't smell good after you smell. But, like, everybody knows that smell. And I feel like everybody, like, associates that smell with, like, getting ready for Sunday school. afternoon. Yes, like. Church. Well. Yes, that good and ultra right. chain and Palmer's cocoa butter. <laughs> so we went. Uh, this is so off topic. So what we are talking about today, but anyway, fellas, how are you guys doing? I am blessed and highly favored and still a heathen. I'm trying to get these demons out my uh, sinus cavity, uh, cavity, but everything else is good. I'm good. Uh, I can't complain. I'm glad to be here. Oh, how lucky to have you. Uh, and tell us about your all's podcast. Jay, you want to take that one? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, hi, I'm Jay. Um, I'm the co-host of the Man Podcast. I co-host that with Baby Huey. Um, on the Man Podcast, we cover a bunch of things, man. We cover stuff like topics about masculinity. We talk about allyship. We talk about uh, things going on in the LGBTQ community. Um, nourishment is for his men. Like we try to create a safe space so that like we can kind of be open and talk. Uh, about anything and talk with anyone um we want to be better men to each other but we want to be like better men for everybody right so we try to reverse engineer stuff and explain uh things that are simple but for some reason the world keeps making them very complex like we talk about like consent and we talk about all kinds of stuff um and just like the way we were brought up and trying to reverse engineer all the like, I don't know, uh, gender norms and all the other stuff where we talk about like, yo, you should be able to do this and that. Um, but that's really what we do over there on the man podcast. Excellent. Yeah. And I, I feel like we've kind of moved toward this dynamic where we, we have a guest on like frequently to bring in a different perspective and talk about something that neither one of us can. And I feel like, people like are starting to expect us to have a guest on. So when this is me and Jay talking to each other, just like chopping it up and catching up, people are like, Oh, this is cute, but where's the guest? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are fun, but where's the other person? Right. But, um, it's, it's really been a place where we can bring on other people and allow them to share our space and tell their stories and their perspective on different things. So, it's been dope to allow people that platform, I guess, to, to speak freely and us all come together and work on, you know, being better and stuff. That's excellent. And, you know, we always need more safe spaces like that for um, everybody, especially 
black folks and living in this Listen. Trumpism bullshit. Oh, you know that? <laughs> they got me on surveillance, I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, Jay, you have some a couple of geek news that you wanted to bring up? So, yeah, so I just had questions. I remember um, a while ago, um, I don't know, I think you guys might have covered this too. And I know Stephanie Williams, shout out to her. She covered a bunch of this. But I just started watching Iron Fist, right? And I couldn't remember why everybody hated it. I mean, like, I've watched it, and I'm like, some of this isn't good. But, like, I like after watching most of it, I was like, so why did people hate this? Because I couldn't remember why everybody was so, like, upset about it. Obviously, I got the, like, okay, he's a white dude. But outside of that, like, what was the other stuff that people... Because I never read those comic books, so I kind of felt like... Um, when those are like not like arguments, but when people were talking about it, I felt left out. So now that I watched it, I'm like, okay, so somebody explain it to me. Vic, do you want to take this because you've watched it? I refuse. Yeah, I actually, actually, I'm gonna cut aside with you. I watched it. It now looking back, you know, after having because at the time it was all hyped up, and everybody was mad and. I think everybody was just following the line with just like, this is the max, it's going to be mad. But after looking at it, um, it wasn't it wasn't the best, but it wasn't bad to where I was like, oh, but it was, I think a lot of it had to do with they really wanted um, Danny Rand to be Asian um, and they didn't get there. They got this person. But, but when you, if you didn't know the story, like you were saying, like if you didn't read the comments, like I didn't read the comments. It, it didn't really bother me. Um, so I think a lot of it was the fact that it was a, using old tropes. Um, like, you know, here comes the white savior coming to the culture. And but hold that thought. Like, if, happened. okay, so what, granted, Iron Fist was white. Mm-hmm. But if they had used the Asian, mm-hmm. people were going to argue, oh, mm-hmm. they're going to use the Asian for martial arts. That's, you know, either way, they would right yeah, either way they was gonna, somebody was going to have a problem with it and yeah. also uh it wasn't that the everybody hated iron fist it was that it was bad storytelling a lot of people complained that it just it was bland on top of the the fighting sequences uh it was a reveal that uh the dude What's his name? Danny or whatever his name is. He only had like 15 minutes worth of choreography, stunt choreography. So you mean to tell me that Iron Fist, who's supposed to be this gold tier martial artist, only has like 15 minutes worth of work under his belt versus the dude, uh, Louis Tan, that was, what was his... uh, Oh yeah, name. he was like uh, the like drunken master type dude in the show. Now, if you uh, follow him, he he's been he's uh, been a martial artist for almost all his life. His father was in martial arts. His father was a stunt work a stunt worker, I believe. So it's second nature to him. So you see his body of work versus the other dude's body of work and it's just like okay so why was he picked over him okay. I, I i was slightly 
disagree. I, I, I do kind of believe that it was a hater for all event, but I also, but I do see when I think about it, I think that okay, so if they would have cast Danny, I mean, oops, Lewis as Danny, it wouldn't they, they, the whole storyline would have to change. That would have been one big thing. But I also think that we, to be honest, we haven't really seen Lewis act. Not saying that old dude is a great actor, but we haven't seen what you call it. Seen Lewis act. We will see him because he's going to be in, in into the Badlands. But none of like I remember somebody brought it up to me and I was like, that's a good point. It was like we haven't seen this man act. So it's different if you know how to do the stuff. Like you could be <laughs> you could be Britney Spears and know how to dance, but can you sing? Or you could be Jennifer yeah, that's Lopez a better example, and know how to dance, but can you sing? Britney can't like, dance or sing. It was kind of that Yeah, so it's like in some ways it's like no shade to Lewis, but we didn't really know his acting style. So could he Maybe, maybe because we don't know, and that's another issue I have with social media nowadays, how much we speak on what we don't know too much, but we don't know if there was conversation and they realize like, mm, maybe you could not carry this or maybe the storyline was done and we could not really fit how we would make the storyline work in your favor. So I don't know. I mean, I now I'm at a place where I'm like, because we don't know so much of what happened in the inside, maybe they felt like they couldn't make that script work with an Asian person, or maybe they just got lazy and they want to rewrite the whole script, which they would have had to if they would have done that. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with Nick. It, it was bland. It could have been better. And, that, and the fight sequences oh, yeah. were obvious that it was somebody else. Like, it was like, you remember, like, I'm going to get you, sucker. You Not I'm going to get you, sucker. Okay. They had, I think on yeah, but like, what, uh, what's her name? Bernadette? Not Bernadette. Um, Jen, Janet. Stan, I can't remember her real name. But Walona. And there was that part where she was fighting. But yeah. No, I definitely saw some of those fight scenes where I was like, well, that is a Hispanic man. <laughs> that is, that is, that, wow. All right. Uh, it, so I didn't know if they planned to do that. Like, I, I had asked a question um, under the Just Say Words account. On Twitter, and then people were like, "Oh, well, it was this, and kind of the same similar points that you guys just made." And I just kind of was like, "Oh, all right, well, like, um, yeah, like you did say there, it was some bland parts, and then the I don't know if there was supposed to be like plot twist or whatever they were, but I just kind of was like, oh, okay, this seems like a a reach, but yeah, it definitely did have a a strong scent of white savior on it, so um, I do agree." Yeah, I, I I will watch it if I don't have anything else to watch. And that's almost never a given. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm st- it, it was a hard thing. It, it was hard to stay in. I will say it was like at one point I was like, let me get through. It was two more. I was like, it's two more episodes. It's just that's how it was at one point. I was like, let me get through. Okay. Um, I think that was it. That was really like my biggest like geek question. Um, Outside of that, I don't know. I mean, are we all still like um, uh, over the over the moon for uh, the Black Panther trailer? Like, are we still okay? Yeah, do we all get a, a, right. a, a heroin and we can keep on living in La La Land? Like, I love it. I'm not mad at it at all. I watched it. It's like a daily ritual now. Like, I go look at it just to be like, all right, I can make it through the day. Yeah, we can go through like our um, it was, our reactions it was- to it. Now, Victor, if you want to start, yeah. Um, I it was beautiful. It was 
It was six something in the morning. I was leaving the gym, and all of a sudden, I saw Nick has already posted something on. I think yeah, you know, for Mega Sheen already. I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> what? And I had to go look. I was walking to my car. I stopped. Literally, no, I'm, I'm lying. I wasn't even out of the gym yet. I was doing legs, and I turned it on, and somebody, this guy came and leaned down and looked at my phone while I was doing, doing the leg thing. Um, I was watching. I was like, this is too crazy. I, I just love the fact that it's black women all the way through it. I love that it was just like, it's going to be something where it's like, it's going to be some real action. That part when Michael Bay Jordan came out and first, I'm just mad at that look he had. Well, he was like, for B2K? He shared that <laughs> Okay, so. I'm But, um, yeah, it was like, it was just so much in it and I was excited for it. I'm, I know it. I know it's going to be good. I will probably be a stand if it doesn't, if it's not good. But I, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Uh, cool. Huey, did you get a chance to see it? Yeah. Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. I couldn't. The mute thing was confusing me. I was drawing my nose. Um, but no, I did see it. I want to go back and read the comics. I just don't have the time to do so. Um, but I did see it. It was black and fu- as fuck, and it made me happy. And... There were black people doing amazing things with this amazing technology that white people didn't have. And it just it made me feel really good down in my spirit. It's like we're reclaiming all that the devil stole from us. Oh, yeah. With this movie. It, it's, you know, figuratively. But it was dope. I'm definitely going to see it in the black theater and the white theater. Um, I, you know, you got to have a family reunion one and then the one where you actually right. watch the movie. <laughs> So, yeah, I do plan on seeing it at least twice. Um, and if I have the time, I will read the comments, so I just I don't have time. But I loved it. Yeah, I agree with all of that. I think uh, one, seeing all those black women, great. Um, Angela Bassett doesn't... Is this, Does she aging backwards? Is that possible? Is she doing that? Um, she still got to help with love. She is with yeah, like everybody said, yo, it's black as hell. On top of that, too, I'm with y'all. I'm going to watch this in every location just to blacken it up. Like, I'm going to watch it in the hood. I'm going to watch it in the suburbs that are primarily, like, uh, run by black folks. I'm going to watch it at somebody's barbecue. I'm being the salon, the barbershop. Whatever it's showing, it's it's already one of those movies with, that whenever it's on, I'm stopping what I'm doing and watching it. I don't care where it's at. They'll be like, oh, it's 20 minutes left of that. Oh, well. We gotta finish it up. <laughs> we gotta finish it up. Go right. strong. Um, yeah, it's just I don't. It looks so great, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with Y'all it. Y'all think uh, take all the cussing out the and have somebody crazy. else being doing the bad voice acting? I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to Crenshaw to Crenshaw Bar. <laughs> yeah. That's- that's where you have to go and watch certain movies. If you want the experience, you have to go there. If you're in the East Coast, you have to go to Jersey City. But if you're going to go, I'm going to Crenshaw, and I'm going to my Sididi place. <laughs> Come on, Sididi. Come on, Arclight. I have to go to Arclight. You have to. Yeah, I've heard people LA, talk about it um, on other podcasts, but you know, I don't know about that 
that bougie life. Right. It sounds like <laughs> money. It sounds expensive. I'll, well, I'll give a quick ex- explanation. It is $15, maybe $16. If you are a okay, member, it's $14. I'm a member. Um, and you get to pick your seats, and they give you real caramel corn. They make the caramel corn there. They give you real food options. It's not like you go to AMC and get that stuff. This is like they make okay, real corn dogs or real whatever. Um, really nice. <laughs> really nice. Um, sometimes celebrities are there. Celebrities are usually there. I've been to the movies several times. The celebrities. And there celebrities are there. I sat right behind Zach Efron before. Listen, um, listen I just sat right, right behind Zach. Yeah. No biggie. And um, I was in line with Jeff Franklin. until we left. Um, but um, when he, t- he had his hood on the whole time, he took it off. I was like, what was that? Um, but, um, but then I also like to go to the hood ones. But if you go to the hood ones, mm. you got to put up with the kids <laughs> and people bringing plates. And then people actually take a cell phone like they're important. You know, stuff like that. So that's why I keep the sedating in my hotel. We got a spot up here called the uh, IPIC. And. You can go online, you can pick your own seats. The seats recline. If you get like the VIP ones, you get like a little pillow and a blanket. Um, and like you can order food and like it'll be brought to you and drinks that were like a full bar. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't go there when I like, oh, I got a little bit of extra money this <laughs> month. Yeah. What about the regular ass person? Y'all in here, like, so yeah, they brought me the duck a while I was here. And I'm like, oh shit, I just. Had some old ass cheese, right. but okay, cool. I don't, all right, I feel you. Right. That's some overpriced. Or you can bring your own food. They have like in the arc, like they have like a little um, bar area and a little get little food and everything. You can bring your drink, and like, you can bring your drink. Um, and so people were going to make cocktails. We saw Sex in the City. Y'all living it up. We're able to bring in cocktails. Yeah, I'm just y'all too, y'all too fancy for me. Shit. <laughs> I've only been there like three times, and one time I fell asleep. When I went to see uh, concussion, yeah. I fell asleep. Well, I'm like, like a like a peasant. <laughs> that accent, yeah, just right. Yeah, eating them like, off oh, the floor. Cool, save me seven dollars. <laughs> right. So my reaction to Black Panther, I, the new trailer, I loved it. I thought it was uber black. Um. Well, what uh you said earlier, uh, Victor, about uh Michael B. Jordan, how his uh how he like came into the the suit, how it just kind of fell off him. That was awesome. What I want to see, because everybody's saying, "Oh, this is a a film by us for us." Okay, that that's nice and all, but. If it's for us and by us, then it has to have queer people in it. You know, in uh, the world of Wakanda, they highlighted queer representation, even though it did get canceled. But we need to see it in here as yeah, well. I saw I had saw your question, and I remember reading the Tana Hasi Coates run, and there was um, the, yeah, there was like a couple in there, like as in like two women, and I did see them kind of do, because uh, I, I wanted to respond, but I was trying to remember back, like, is there, and I remember there was a scene, like, when they both, like, she broke her out of prison, or uh, some type of cat. 
Yeah, yeah, that's like, like the first first episode. The first episode, first. Um, yeah, so she like broke out of captivity, and I think yeah, they like kissed yeah, and stuff comment. like that. But yeah, it was like issue. off in like um, like off in a distance type thing, right? And I was like, well, yeah, I guess I guess it is there. But when you brought it up to be like, is it represented? I think from and I could be wrong, but you were saying like it has to be out like out of the open, right? So that we can all see it, right? Yeah, okay, because that's what I was thinking, because I wanted to be like, yeah, no, it's in the book, but I was like, no, this was kind of like more like some type of, like the way it was portrayed in the book was like a forbidden love type thing, and I was kind of like, oh, well, yeah, no, then obviously, I don't think that's what he means, but I I definitely hope that there is some, um, some type of representation in the film for that. Right, because Wakanda's supposed to be this technological savvy place and I would hope that their ideologies and their views against well, uh, their views about sexuality would also be advanced as well but we'll see oh yeah and if not then you know they'll they'll be held to pay yeah I, yeah, I, I think we will have to leave it open yeah Will it fall? Because we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. So, I've been thinking about, you know, a topic to discuss. And, you know, I didn't want to do anything too heavy. Um, So, let's talk about music. I think everybody hears, yeah, I think everybody hears a, a music hit. Um, to a certain extent. So, what are you currently? What was the last song that you played on your iPhone or whatever? Um, let me see if I still have it. Let's go to the title. You know, support black business. Um, I was listening to. Oh, I was listening to Sis in the car when I went to Target. Um, and on my phone, the last thing I listened to was Sierra's uh, Sierra album. Oh, she has a new one out. Um, no, nah, the one before Jackie, the one with this one with, uh, with Nicki Minaj. But oh. I, I'm oh, out. I don't. I... And Body Party. Oh, okay. Body Party. I haven't listened to a new Sierra song since work. <laughs> really. That yeah. Fantasy ride, right? Oh yeah. So you know I'm way behind. You missed a few. I mean, granted, it's not like excellent music, but it's not bad either. Like, it's no, it's not like goodies and the evolution. But I enjoy Sierra's yeah, work. The evolution was her best album. Cause it had Get Up, it had Crush, it had. Uh, I can't yeah. give him a love. Oh. Yeah, like a boy. Like a boy. Um. Oh. That's yeah. right. It had a lot of good shit. It, it, yeah, it was. When did that come out? Like 2000. I want to say 2007. Oh, man. Maybe earlier than that. That was a lot. I just remember that, that like a boy video just shut shit down. Okay, now I'm gonna throw this question out. Who's a better dancer, uh, Sierra or Aaliyah? I'm 
Sierra. I'm going to say Sierra. I will be out here. I'll take the heat. I'll say Sierra. So the evolution well, came out in 2006. Okay. I will say Sierra off the strength that we've seen more Sierra than we saw album-wise and uh-huh. growth-wise. I'll take it back. I will actually say Sierra because I think about the videos. Yeah. Like the work video was cute. Um, you know, she did stuff with Missy in the early days, and she was actually on the point. I will forgive her for the Janet Jackson thing because I, I didn't really, I thought that was bad of her. But, you know. That wasn't a bad tribute. Didn't Janet Hans like the people? <laughs> I think. So yeah, this is uh, this is the way yeah, I look at it. Right? So, so Aaliyah, it, you know, uh, was an attractive woman. She had that like very classy look to her. Like I think they tried to sell us too much on the naughty towards the end, right? Like in the whole like we need a resolution and rock the boat. Like they tried to force that sexiness on us. I feel like Sierra doesn't necessarily have to do that. Even when they tried to do like the dancing and stuff like that, I feel like that's. It was. It wasn't forced. Like you can be like, oh, you know, I can, I can see a little the cuteness in Sierra and her suggestive dancing. I felt like with Aaliyah, I was just like, okay, I'm not, okay. You and the snake, we okay, cool. I appreciate what you're doing, but no, thank you. I can see that because it, it was. It was a certain uh, a mm-hmm. departure well, from you know four page letter. And you know, uh, one in a million, and are you that somebody? Because she was in those videos. She mm-hmm. was always, I always looked at her as that, you know, that cute girl from the hood that could dance, and you know, everybody liked her and whatnot. And when she came out with, uh, what was it, self titled, Aaliyah, her last one, um, yeah, certainly it was grown up. But yeah, I can. S- I can make that argument that they kind of oversexed her a little bit, even though that album was good. Well, some of the songs are good. But. <laughs> um, I don't know if, if it was a matter of them oversexing her or just her growing as an individual. Because um, I feel like when One in a Million came out, she was still yeah. fairly young. Like that came out in ninety six. She was born in seventy nine, so she was what? Seventeen yeah. when one of the million came out? Yeah, just about because didn't she get married to R. Kelly at sixteen? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that was yeah. Before <laughs> and after. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but then uh Aaliyah, the subtitle one came out in two thousand and one, so she was early twenties. She had ex- like she right. went through her quote unquote college phase, or was going through it. So I don't, I don't, I'm hesitant to say that we were like, like her sexuality was forced upon us. I think it was just her natural growth. But because we didn't get an album after that, like we didn't get Eliminate to follow up the Beyonce, so we we couldn't. Not to say that they're comparable, but analogy wise, we didn't get any follow up after Leah to see how her adulthood manifested. Completely. So it did seem forced in a sense, but yeah. 
Then what's yeah, follow up? I can agree with that. Okay, I think my what, thing what's is, a natural progression. So happen. it's different when, um, and I'm not really trying to do that comparison, but for the visual aspect, right? Um, so even with her whiteness in play. So like you know how Molly Cyrus was trying to force that I'm sexy now like I I know my body type shit was doing that that's how I felt like the people who were directing her videos were making her be like we want you to right. be sexy right it's not that like she was growing into it it was more like the directors were making her be that way that's my only um that was my only comparison to be like oh she forced that sexy on us but it was like oh yeah these directors want that wanted to be that way. Um, I feel like the music, as far as growing up and being like sexy and stuff like that, was definitely on par with you know, mm. especially like when you get to like songs like "Come Over" and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Come on now, you know. Okay, so <laughs> y'all remember when Aphrodisiac came when out? When what it came out? Oh, and yeah. Brandy's oh, Aphrodisiac album. Wasn't wasn't a uh, full moon on it? <laughs> I remember that. No, full moon was his own album. That's the pivotal album that has garnered her the quote unquote okay. vocal yeah, the title. But that's a different <laughs> topic. But it was like the video for Aphrodisiac when she was dancing in the water, all sexy and stuff. Like that came all forced. That didn't seem natural for Brandy. I felt like with Aaliyah, like the We Need a Resolution and the Rock the Boat, it felt natural progression for her. But like for Brandy, it didn't it didn't work for Brandy at all because Brandy was always marketed as like the safe one, like the and I was just talking about this the other day, and it made sense. Brandy was marketed kinda like Whitney Houston was marketed, but a little bit more urban. Like she was still marketed as as like the princess, the safe one, palatable for white people, but still had an urban edge. While Monica, on the <laughs> other hand, was good from jump. Yeah, and I was about to say, I wanted to talk about, I want to get into a conversation about Monica and Brandy because I, I don't know if it's like from the South. I've always been, I've always been a Monica person, and then when I worked in Statesboro, Georgia, for a year. Um, being in Georgia at the time that Boy's Mind came out, that album came out, you were basically, you were, you had to be Monica or you would probably get killed. But they, Even still. They, like, she knows everybody there, too. She runs Atlanta. Right. And they all like her. But I'm in L.A. where Brandy's supposed to be queen and nobody, she's like, who? Like, it's like that. Or it's like Ray J's brother. So I'm interested to hear about how y'all feel about Brandy and Monica because I'm a Monica person through and through. I feel like Monica is just to have a stronger. I have more of a reaction. We're to talk about it right now. I love them both. Yeah, we. I love them both. I feel like okay, the Trinity for me was Monica, Brandy, and Aaliyah. Brandy had the vocals. Monica had the power, and Aaliyah had the the swag. Um, I like Brandy the way she layers her vocals, and I feel like she gives me more of a vocal performance, whereas though Monica gives me fo- more vocal power, and like Monica can over sing Brandy, but Brandy can out sing Monica in a sense. Like run wise, Monica's vibrato comes off slightly goatish sometimes. Um, but 
she has power and strength in her voice that Brandy doesn't have. Even no matter how much Brandy runs, it still comes off a little timid and I don't want to say weak, but less powerful than Monica's voice. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Because it's like I, I get more, I feel more emotions, or I get more emotional when I hear Monica because like when she's singing about being heartbroken, right? Or sad, I feel it in her voice. When like I think about Angel in the Skies way back on Brandy's album, I was like, I can feel that you're disappointed, but if Monica would have sung this, I would have probably felt it. Yeah, I'm still on uh, Before You Walk Out of My Life on Monica, so like. That album, I think that's one of her best albums. Oh, this thing is still standing on my favorite Monica albums. New Life could have been kept, although there are some bops on there. Yeah, there's some good songs in New Life, though. There's some good songs. That could have been a nice little EP. Maybe a follow-up um, to the main mixtape that she put song. out. But first, I'm going to let you know, I am a Monica person, to. too. Uh... Don't take it personal. It's still one of my favorite songs. Um, the last song I listened to is an old song. It was Anita Baker, Lead Me Into Love. Um, right. Also, I still have that um, inherent black gene when I hear old uh, songs like the Isley Brothers and Anita Baker and stuff. I have that need. It's like a genetic switch to make me start cleaning up the house. So I started doing that. Yeah, just any old songs. I'm just like, oh, oh, damn, the Ohio Players is on. I think that is with every black person. (laughs) So, like, yeah, uh, I don't know what happened. I think uh, I do have, like, an old school (laughs) playlist, and I think it just shuffled over to that. And, like, right before um, we started recording, it played that song. And I was like, oh, you know, right in the beginning, like, you know, that we may never. She started doing that. I was like, all right, I got to let it play now. It's just like, I got to, I can't. I might have to show up to the show late, but we got like this Anita run. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're going to have to get into old school music in a second here. Because um, that's usually, that's all I listen to. I I don't, that's I can't awesome. get with a lot of that new stuff. I try, and I and I kind of have to ish because I oversee. You know, for those everybody who's listening, you've been to college, you went through student orientation. Listen to her, I run that, so I have to be there with those. Well, I have to. (laughs) Well, I do it for my university, and so um, they play when they have like those little parties for the freshmen. They play all these songs. I'm like, what? What is this? Like, I hijacked it one night and played MC Hammer. I forget what it was. It was that one when he first came out. It was that one song that was basically it was like a six seven minute song. Um, but anyway, I, I can't I can't get into this new stuff. It's hard. I mean, besides Beyonce, you know, a little bit of some yeah, of other it folks, is. I, it's hard. Uh, Victor, what was the last song you played, or the last song you listened to? So on. Um, so on my Spotify and work on in my iPhone slash car um, player. Um All right. back by season. Didn't uh Taylor Dane did um oh she did that um movie theme. Um oh god, what was the original center? Do you remember that song? 
I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to send you the link or whatever. But yeah, I think she did that. Question for the group. say what? Would y'all be? I say a question for the group. Since you said movie <laughs> thing, let it would out. Would y'all let be here out. for Beyonce doing uh, the dog thing? I would. <laughs> okay, so Bond themes back in the day, they were always heralded as like, oh, you've made it. And, you know, Dame yeah. Shirley Bassey did what? She did three, at least. <laughs> so, I don't know. I really don't know. Because Adele, when she did Skyfall, she didn't oversing it. She kept it relatively she kept her pitch relatively low in my opinion so it didn't mm. that song didn't need to be over sang so if Beyonce does in fact do a Bond song I need her to don't overdo it just 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 sing it straight honey it, you know I think she's in a. I think she would. I think she knows how to do songs. You know what I mean? Like she's not now. like um, Christina, where I still love Christina Aguilera, but sometimes you just well, when she's live, like if you go see her like at a jazz festival, she's more tame. But she's not like that. Yeah, I feel like Beyonce knows how to pull it back. After she did Dreamgirls, I feel like she learned. Okay. I can't always go out there, you know, lead singer attitude. So I got to pull it back. Like she did with Listen, kind of, even though she kind of spazzed a little bit. But I feel like she knows how to pull it back now. Um, Like pre Dream Girls, no. Because them runs are like, baby girl, this is pretty, but like it can end now. (laughs) You don't have to keep going. And what she was doing, like, especially after she didn't win. If we keeping it a buck, because oh. everybody thought that Beyonce was going to get she nominated won. for a Academy Award and she was going to win, but the gag was that she didn't, and Jennifer Hudson won, so she had to eat that, and she had pie on her face. But I feel like she can pull off a Bond theme, and it should be like—I mean, I feel like if Alicia Keys, although it was a a, a duet. And it wasn't a bad one. At least oh, which one did Alicia Keys do? Pull off one by herself. Madonna was it another? No. No, that was it. Was one of the more recent ones? I think it was her and Jack Knight. Quantum of Solace. I don't know. I have to look that up too. Um, I... It was another way to die. Oh. Uh, from two thousand eight, yeah, from Quantum of Solace. Solace. Oh, okay. Speaking of Alicia Keys, I Gosh. I don't see how I'm still amazed that she made it this far. I don't. I think that she lucked out because we were dealing with Aaliyah being gone and Lauren Hill being out of the picture. <laughs> I feel like she kind of snuck in there because I feel like that if they were still around, <laughs> time. well, if Lauren was assistant. Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys would have been at the level of a Shanti. I don't feel like Alicia Keys 
could even be where she is today. Well, let's talk about so how her, Alicia like Keys and Andy Alry came out right around the same time. And mm-hmm. a lot of more people like gravitated towards Alicia Keys because, in my opinion, I thought that she was more lighter. I thought so, too. And so Andy Alry kind of got regard relegated to the background. Real. She gave it real. I mean, Indy Arie said, sometimes I shave my legs, sometimes I don't. That was already a girl. Like, mm, maybe, maybe not. Like, nobody checking for your hairy calf ass. But this yeah, Alicia Keys yep, girl over here, we like her with her braids and her Plus piano. Goodness. And, you know, <laughs> she's a lighter. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, was, they was definitely doing that, like... She was giving you that, like, yeah, that she one could possibly be like, her uh, androgyny. You know. <laughs> it's because they did the, like, they played her, like, more masculine in some videos, and then they played her, like, then she started doing, I think, for the second album, like, she played a lot more feminine, right? They had her in these, like, one pieces and rompers and shit, and then, like, I forgot whatever video that was, but they kind of did the, like, camera up to show, like, she got a fat ass type thing. Like, look, look at, look at all these body parts. Uh, she got, and I was like, uh, all right, why are y'all doing that? Why are y'all shooting a video like that? Um, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, this is a lie. Yeah, I think her light scan is the reason why she became popular. Like, when she won those Grammys, I was like, this is all a lie. I was like, this is But no, Songs and Lady Minor was like, it's one of the most pivotal albums in my life. I don't know why, but like, I don't know. It, it was just an amazing album. And I was feeling like, Songs as A Minor, Diary of Alicia Keys were amazing albums. And I feel like we knew that she wasn't a vocalist, but it was still a good vibe. Um, yeah. And then she kind of got experimenting a little no, bit. No, I can agree with that. I I, I agree with all like, that. You okay, know, I have this. You're hearing this theory. now, but the um, first two albums it, are classic. It hasn't let me down yet. Well, it's only and not it, necessarily it let me down, but only like a few people have lived through this theory. <laughs> and my thing is, your albums tend to get a little funky after you either do a Christmas album or you do uh, Unplugged. <laughs> so to me, Alicia Keys, as she did Unplugged, I was like, all right, things are getting a little funky. The only people who have essentially survived that is like the Jay Z unplugged uh boys and men's christmas album and like brian mcknight christmas album was, oh yeah and mariah carey but like outside of that everybody everybody oh the match will do a christmas album well he did unplug yeah 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 yeah. he's unplugged so yeah like outside of that uh everybody else is y'all have made my theory and maxwell he did unplug he did unplug Did y'all like Lauryn Hill or something? Uh, I, don't I don't remember. Right. I, I did because I was, I remember because I was living in, I was living in New York at the time and it was just, you know, I was like, it felt like, you know, here I was, the small town, Tennessee boy living in a big world and I was like, the, and her going through her when she was going through her, I was feeling that I was going through that too. So I was like, I felt it and it made me really love, um, Uneducated, I mean, miseducation mis- again. So I agree with you. That was, I just wish we could get her back to like a yeah, little we bit. Can't, we can't be giving you all this praise yeah. off from one album. Now, granted, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill was one of the best albums ever made, 
but still, I mean, yeah, you're after that, your work kind of fell off, and then you're doing all this grandstanding and saying that your chakras wasn't in a line for all these shows and that you had to do this, that, and the third, and then now you had to pay all these taxes because Mr. IRS wasn't having it. So I'm going to need you to do like some something and get back to the heydays because it's not like the talent's not there. Well, I think about, yeah, I think about when Miss Education came out. Like that was a very, I feel like an iconic time because we had, that came out, we had Whitney Houston, My Love Is Your Love album come out. Um, we were still dealing with um, Honey from Mariah Carey. I feel like that was her last best album. Um, uh-huh. Then we had Aretha Franklin when she came know. back with Rose, Just Rose. And then we had Destiny's Child. We had Destiny's Child a little bit from the old album. They were just about to get into um, the writings on the wall. So I think that was a great time. So we had know. No Scrubs. Why? We had that album. We on had fan mail, fan why mail. didn't they put the uh no scrubs with uh left eyes rap on it i'm like what is it? why did they not do because that because they tried like... <laughs> you know it was funny when donna summer was like uh so this sample i i'm not clearing this pull that from i'm good at being bad because uh, i don't know if y'all remember the original version after they did, of course, they did that. I love to love you, baby. They did that, and then after a while, it was like you didn't hear that version no more. And later presses of the album, that version wasn't on it, so they should have at least right. replaced it with the no scrubs, but left that. That would have made sense, but they didn't. But I still listen to that version yeah. to this day. Silly Hope I, was a good I, uh, underrated one on that. Both <laughs> listen, yeah, I will. Even fan mail, just like you. Mm-hmm. I get yeah. only two. Hey. Yeah. I would say the first three songs I played, I didn't play the rest of it. Oh. Like, I mean, I was like, I didn't like no scrubs. I, I, I was living in Georgia at the time, so therefore, that's all we were hearing. Was when, when fan mail came out, we were in Atlanta, and it was overkill. It was literally overkill the day they came out. So I... I couldn't listen to no scrubs anymore, but though the first first one. Okay, so I got a question. What are your top five girl groups? (laughs) Um. Okay. In no particular order, Destiny's Child, TLC. Um, I'm going to go Escape. Um. Danny Kane and probably involved, although I like them more talent wise as opposed to material. You have Danny Kane on that, but maybe not in vogue. You have to explain yourself. <laughs> no, I'm saying in vogue, I like them vocally, but as far as their material, yeah, I'm not that versed. Yeah, that's his saving grace because, like, anytime like we talk about stuff, he's just like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm to be right. right. And I'm like, mind, that I'm is young. true. That's I'm right. I gotta, I'm yeah, I gotta, I keep yeah, forgetting. I had so much to work through. 
Right. Like, I can pull out Anita Baker album cuts. I can pull out some, maybe one or two LaBelle album cuts, but you know, it's it's so much that I have to catch up on, and I still haven't gotten to like Luther album cuts. I still have to get into some of those. Um, it's just it's so much. Oh yeah, you got. I have you got to homework. catch up on while staying current as well. <laughs> so I, I always You're have five. <laughs> five groups. All right, I will go. I will LaBelle, the Supremes, Emotions. Come on, emotions. Uh, <laughs> T-shirts and seen the same Mostly thing. because, mo- mostly after Funky Divas for me, because Masterpiece Theater was a very strong album. Um, and and um, I was a Destiny's Child. That was going to be my five. And I would, and I would put LaBelle at the very top, just because if you do listen to, I have all of that. Like, if you listen to one thing, you should never listen to all of their work in one setting, especially if you're feeling sad, because you're going to feel sad, if not mad. Isn't it a shame by itself just, like, puts me in the place? Yeah, that right there, can, when I first heard that, I was crying in the car. No, I was crying on the bus, because I was, um, when I lived in Ithaca, New York, I used to go take the bus to go to New York City. To I just friends. did that this weekend. And so, listening, I, I had the uh, it's not the it's not the Lightbirds. I think it's I can't remember what album it is, but I was listening to the whole album because I was at that two thousand one two thousand two. I was like buying all the albums, and I was listening to. It, I was like, I can't. I was like, I cannot sit here because it makes me because I was you know I was alone and I was like I'm alone and then hear that song that um, and it's sad. It's really it's a, it's a good song they do. That's really sad. Um, Phoenix. That's um, a um, <laughs> Phoenix is the best your gay song. It, it literally, anybody with a Tito plays Phoenix, they're pretty much gay. Um, and um, Coming to My Life is a very emotional song for me. Um, pretty much their entire work makes me emotional. So LaBelle to me will always be the ultimate girl group because we don't get that at all anymore. And they were so forward thinking. Like they were really ahead of their time. And yeah. why the hell is Kim and Brielle at Gucci Man's wedding? Anyway, um, they were very ahead of their time. And like this, like the whole, like they deserve a lot more credit for like being black and still like incorporating right. a lot of like sci-fi type of things and like their performances and then their looks. It was just, it wasn't. It was Afro, Afro futuristic, and then it was it, it like was a black exploitation type. It was, yeah. yeah. I know, man. You guys got some they, they classics in here. I feel silly. That. All right, so my five. Uh, I'm gonna go SWV. So Jay, your top I'm five girls in Vogue. I'm gonna go. Um, damn. I feel like that too. I feel like one. They were on a ton of uh, soundtracks. They had a bunch of other dope songs, and I was SWV just like, "Yo, why are you not showing them love?" Um, very. I, yeah, you know what? That is. That is yeah, that's real. Um, let's see. So this is two. And they stay <laughs> taking somebody's man. 
Okay, one more question about SWV. Which is better, the When You Cry, the interlude, or the actual When You Cry? <sighs> no, no. No, not the yeah. When You Cry, but um, the interlude is... Uh, I, oh, shit, what I'm is gonna say, I'm going to say the Where actual the love? song. Have you heard the interlude and then the actual song? Okay. You know what? I'm not... Yeah, I can't oh, follow... It's, nice. it's a win-win, nice but I'm definitely like, I think I'm going to have to go with the song. You know, I think but the interlude right. is good, only because yeah. of those harmonies. Um, incredible. Uh, you know what? Let me see. Who else? Because I had them, and then y'all started bringing up all, all those other people. Some of them are like one-hit wonders, where I'm like, man... Or well, like, you know, that I was aware of, because I don't think anybody bought their album, but I spent the money on the single. I feel like Brownstone didn't get... They just got that, like, one or two songs, and I was just like, yo, Brownstone is kind of... I don't know. They're dope to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just the, yeah, they had them, like, two little joints on the radio, and then I was like, yo, they, love me. they yeah. should be... They did. Like you said, like maybe they were just out yeah, at the wrong time with everybody else. Great vibes. I um, heard it through the grapevine. Yeah. Oh. Um. Well, they probably got see. like a shitty Who record else? deal. Brownstone, SWV, Invogue. I mean, it was Michael Jackson. Um, I'm gonna say Destiny's Child. It was Michael Jackson. It was Michael Jackson. Destiny's Child because I felt like they had a lot of those like. Uh, the, the men ain't shit albums they had a lot of men ain't shit <laughs> songs out like bugaboo and shit I was like y'all annoying y'all little chicks is annoying but it was catchy um okay we'll see but they also had uh, I'm a cheating woman as bops too yeah, but they didn't do it like ladies leave your man at home, the clothes full of ballers and their pockets full of girls. I was like, hey, y'all, so y'all just throwing up uh, the, the, the bad ass signal? Well, y'all just doing like, hey, I'm, girl, I'm not in the, the club, and there's more niggas that got more money than your niggas. Like, hey, hey, don't be. Come on, Beyonce, y'all better than that. That one too. So yeah, I'm gonna throw them in there, and then five. Um, I, I guess. I, I, I'm gonna throw some duets in there, and we can split that however you want to split it. I'm gonna say uh, Jeanne or Change Your Faces. I feel like Change Your Faces didn't get a lot of love, and neither did. I think they did. I feel the same way that about Jeanne. I mean, like, listen, when Hey Mr. DJ come on, you gotta be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and get my little dance on. Didn't they only have one album? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, sit, yep, I was about to say that sending my love to you. Like, no, I mean, listen, album. that's that also in that same black, that it triggers that black genetic gene where I got to clean up when that song comes on. I'm just like, oh man, no, somebody got to fold the laundry when this comes on. All right. That was kind of our. All right. Look at that. What you got? Hey, yes, oh, Bronson was signed to Michael Jackson's label. Okay. Right. Okay. That's why Nikki Gilbert be so uh, arrogant and bossy. Like, oh yeah, Michael Jackson signed me. I work with the, Whitney Houston and uh, so and so and so and so. That's why Nikki Gilbert always booked. No, that's Kanye kind of Price. I confuse him. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Well, what happened to Kina though? Because. I loved when Kina came out with her own album. From Total? She, 
No, Takina from um, she was in the when they when they did Five Miles to Empty. Mm. Okay, I got you. Then she had her own. Kim, 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 Total. Oh, that's another good God one. God damn it! Oh yeah. Listen, oh, yeah. they they might not have been vocalists, but God damn it, they was giving you sex. Oh, they were. Bops, yeah. urban bops for days. Yeah, LL Cool J. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And that was a song by that, Bernard uh, Wright that he yeah. stole. I'm aware of that the song that they did take. Was it I Bernard do Wright? remember Toto's "Kissing You." Uh, is is no. uh, it'll it'll take no, you there. No, somebody else. I'm sorry. Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my top five girl groups in no particular order. I would say In Vogue, The Supremes, um, let's say what? Which version of Diana or when, yeah. Oh, when Diana was there. But they did have wasn't Diana left had left the group when they did up the ladder to the roof, right? Because what was it? Yeah, up the ladder. That was a surprise. Yeah, wasn't Gene Terrell the uh, leader? I think I don't know. I think so. so they, they had two because one can always do the high mm-hmm. pitch voice for everything. And I think then there was someone else. I know when they had when they had um high energy, which is one of my favorite Supreme songs. So wait, did Mary Wells? I don't ever think she leave? left. I think she might have done a couple of solo projects. <laughs> say, she just stayed like the Lorella of the group. She never. Because it will make sense, like, <laughs> you get promoted to lead if the lead single lead. <laughs> but Mary didn't really have a... Not to, like... You know, I have to, I have to get back into it. I have to pull out that big old couple of this CD I got. Because it's like, it's... Uh, I think it was... They had... um Was it Suzanne? Suzanne was, like, one of the lead singers at <laughs> that point. But whoever was the one who kept doing... Oh, she was the one. <laughs> Be quiet. She was the one who was like who lead most of the song because she could do those high pitched squeals that I try to do every once in a while. So all right, so I have two. Uh, I don't know. I have to go. I have, I have to go back and get into that now. Because I'd personally be offended if I was right. never asked to be lead and I've been in this <laughs> yeah. Um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, shit. Um, I'm throwing Destiny's Child just because you know whatever. Um, two more. Jesus. Uh, SWV and respectable. I respect that. I'm gonna say the Marvelettes. You know, okay. because I love those malt shop type songs, and that's like that's my wheelhouse. 
because I grew up on, you know, the old school, the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s type songs. So I'm good with that. No, I'm with you with that, too, because there was, I can't remember his name. He was the one who, if he, he was that guy that gave everybody, like he gave um, Dusty Springfield the look of love, and he, he worked with um, Taylor Bell, he worked with all of them, but he would give them, like, that real dramatic song. Like, you know, they were always very dramatic-sounding songs. You think of his name. You think of Boss, was it that and Boss, somebody? Oh, I can't remember his name. It was just some one guy. But apparently when he would do something with you. Oh, he worked with Tina Turner because he did um We Would Eat Not Lie. No. Yeah. Not him. That's the that's the Basically. Oh, I gotta right. look it up. Damn. Okay, so another question right. for the group. Basically, um, I can't remember what he did. Oh my god, I just had it too. Uh go ahead. I got a question if you can't find it. Uh, what is some? Because you mentioned what are some of your favorite interludes? Like, because I feel like the art of the interlude, like, is is very rarely like perfect. Like, not a lot of people get it right, and it's times where like you want more of this song, but you think like, okay, the James Joy and Higher off of Anti for Rihanna, like those were dope ass interludes. I don't know if a full song of those would have been good or bad but i love them both as interludes i think the the crazy sexy cool they work very interlude well. when they're doing the crazy sexy cool. okay, uh, the, the one, one that was on, 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 on the crazy sexy cool album the first one i think they were like the beginning yeah um, okay the beginning yeah okay when everybody was rapping on it, oh, what just else? in case I got more content. Like I said, the, the "Where's the Love" interlude. Um, mm. I don't know if y'all hip to Dawn from Danny Kane, but she has dope ass interludes. By the way, you know Danny, Danny Kane too had. Dope I will ass stand interludes. for Danny Kane because they oh, have oh, been put cool. through the ringer as far as. Going through being made on TV and uh, working with Puffy, it was like their first album was good, like really good, like better than I think they thought it was. Um, yeah, even the second and third albums were good, they just couldn't keep their shit together, but. They were dope, and as for a group that wasn't organic, like they still blended. Like Puff did that with his ear. I feel like, like, like acoustic. Like they, they just they worked together very well in the harmonies, and like the way that like, damage was uh, arranged was like very amazing. Like they, they were yeah. vocally, they were amazing. They just couldn't last. They had great interludes, like Secret Place and that Ecstasy interlude. Um, that one on the first one, that maybe I've been spending time with some other guy. 
And I still um and then Dawn solo wise had great interludes. Like she, she I don't know if this would count as a interlude, with, but um Earth One and Fire had one on um Oh yo one yes. of their albums. It was yes. called Bay. I, I never knew the name of the song, but when soon you did right. that, it's like, oh, a, yeah, I know a Brazilian that is, yeah. rhyme. And it goes da And it's just do you know what I'm talking about? I gotta look that one. Yeah, I think yeah, uh, I think there's a fair amount of So speaking of interludes, interlude, but where but very, I do want the full song, can I get that SZA and James Fauntleroy wavy? Can I get the whole version of that? Are we not? Why are y'all doing that to us? That's rude. Um, the interludes that I think of that like they do something to me or they like they get you ready for the real song. I think a tank, uh, emergency, and can I? Uh, those two. I'm normally like I feel like uh, those release your inner stripper. They'll be you'll be like, oh, right, you know, I'm about to come to the stage and act up a little bit. <laughs> oh, the the Jill Scott one, um, Crown Royal. Oh my God! That, yes, and I think it's better. That one. Listen, I will play that one over and over, trying to piece together a old a whole damn song by myself. Wait. That and he loves me like that. It just went so perfectly together. Yeah, that was, that a, was good, a really good freshman album for her progression. Then anyway, Victor, do you have any? I, I would, yeah, um, New Beginnings um, on Sylvester's um, Too Hot to Sing. Come on, Sylvester. Um, New Beginnings is very, it was just like, it, it, it's, it's, it's very gay, of course. But it was like this, it just, it's, you have Azora and you have Martha doing their, you know, their, their Rolls and they runs and you have Sylvester coming in, but it, it's very simple and the music is very simple. So I don't get a chance. I always say that that would be how I would enter the stage if I was ever called to be on stage for something. I would say play that as I walk out to it, and I want to have like you know going blowing silk. Sylvester has some good ass songs. That you know that's something that when I hear it, yes, he did, and I. If y'all, if people, I was talking about that the other day. If people don't know his work, just sit on Spotify and listen to it. Yeah, a lot going of back and forth. We had him and Martha and Isora just sitting there just singing stuff for the. It was it's again. We don't have stuff like that. I feel like we don't even have singers. And I was just telling some students. I was friends asking me, "What is they listen to?" I was like, "This is Sylvester." I said, "If you don't talk about gay music, if we, we don't have gay music. You know, if we had it." It will. It should be like this. We should have singers. And I know. And speaking of that, I feel like we don't have gay music. We don't have gay musicians really out Mm-mm. there. You know what I'm saying? Like really out there anymore. Like, no. It's and well, sad we don't have gay men. I feel like gay women. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Sid. Oh, even go back to like Michelle. I, about. I can never say her last <laughs> name right, but Michelle yeah. and the and and. And the, yeah. like like fool of me they definitely don't know his arc I think 
but that still puts me in the, in my feelings every time. Um, like I said, we still have Sid, and then I feel like on the the gay men front, we had like like the Frank Oceans, who like we know you like boys, but we don't know where you fall on the spectrum. And rumor had that you like white boys only. And then we got like the fake Tyler creator who's just like, I don't know what you are, but you're annoying. Um we don't have too many, at least like in, in the spotlight. I feel like there's a lot that you can come across like underground wise in a sense, but mainstream wise. Uh-huh. I feel like the, the gay man. And going back to Sylvester, I, I think uh you've heard that the remix of Tell Me, right? Oh my oh like the first few notes it's you know it's a party it's a, a dance one but you have to listen to that one and uh I need you and um oh god there was another one uh yeah just everybody got homework to go listen to Sylvester discography I would say if you, like, step two is a good album to get into. Um, Living Proof is good because it's a live album. Uh, Sylvester is self-titled. It's very good. It's just that the songs you have, like, as Nick was saying, like, um, I Need You, um, Grateful, um, um, Doing It For The Real Thing. Um, he did Band Of Gold, which made me actually, I didn't like Band Of Gold, the original. But when he did Band Of Gold, it, it, was, it was like an emotional, like, you were like, yeah. You were, Didn't you, he do you know, a, a version like, of "Loving Is Really bad. My Game"? Why did you do this to me? Basically, um, it, I want to say yes. Like the original, who did it was Brainstorm, but I, I know I think he did do some kind of version of it because yeah. if you haven't heard "Loving Is Really My Game," that's like one of the ultimate disco songs. All right, I have, a, I have questions for the group. So let's talk about who's your favorite white male and female. Uh, my favorite white male would probably. Okay. I respect those. No, I respect those because Sam Smith was on my list. Shit. Um. Either mm, okay. Sam Smith or Daily. Even though Sam Smith looks like a serial killer, but go ahead. Um, although he does, um, it it Robin Thicke was a close one, but he just fell off lately. Um, favorite white woman, uh, I'm inclined to say Adele or or JoJo. I, like, I do thoroughly enjoy JoJo. Get out right now, JoJo. Uh, before, I, before I answer, Justin what is Tori Kelly? <laughs> is, oh. she, is she something else? Is she something else? I love JoJo. Even like from the beginning. Like, okay. JoJo, yeah, it, yeah we got questions. Where do y'all fall on the scale? Um, like, where? And Mad Love was a, a great album to me. Oh, what is she? I don't know what she is. It's like Demisha or something, ain't it? Some, That's, and y'all Demi seen Lovato. Demi Lovato's real name 
Demi Lovato got like a Demi Lovato oh, got a black ass oh, first name. Yeah. <laughs> Demetria? Oh yeah, nah. She ain't. <laughs> um, Y'all go ahead and talk. Let me name? find it for real quick. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Oh yeah, she ready to square up. I'll be seeing how she getting them um, Twitter beefs and she be like, y'all gonna stop talking to me like that. I say, listen, you, when a white lady say you gonna stop talking to me like that, she ain't all the way yeah, a white lady. You know she probably got hands too. <laughs> oh. oh wow. Listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watch her documentary because apparently that's you see you see all that. I heard it was good. Speaking of documentaries, I do enjoy Gaga as well. Yeah, that was that was a rough one. I, do, I still haven't seen it, but I need to. I saw it. She cries a lot. Yeah, I don't. Uh-huh. Who would be? It's really good. I think I would probably have to go maybe the, the white lady that I enjoy oh the most. I would probably like, say Gaga. Like, I guess I'll have to throw in there. What is happening? Um, I think like, like, my like, thing, I was going to say Adele as well, but like um, Adele is like when she come around with the album. Anything at post the album, I'm really not rocking with it no more. Like, I, it's like she, she's forgettable. I do like Tori Kelly. Um, I've heard some songs from her, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty dope. But I remember somebody telling me that she wasn't, and that she's like biracial. So I don't know. Um, the the white dude um, that I feel like I rock with, no matter what, it's gonna be. Here's my go to guy. It's Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald's gonna be my go to. He gonna come through, man. He gonna come through. And listen, I know we ain't with the. He can come to the barbecue type shit, or come to the cookout. But hey, man, Michael McDonald, come through, man. Come on, Michael McDonald. All right. Yeah. Listen, I grew up most my, my life thinking he was Michael black. McDonald's song and was then, the Sweet Freedom. Was like, it was on the soundtrack of uh, Running that, Scared. That song, uh, was it on my own? Heard that one? Uh, oh, my God. That song yeah, is so right? good. She was like, he is not black. That's why you keep calling him black. So, oh, word. Patty LaBelle. I mean, everybody thought Bobby Caldwell okay. was black too. I still yeah. think uh, Bobby Caldwell was black, even though is that, he is white as is hell. Listen, same. Also, Silas and Tina Marie, Barbara Streisand, and Celine Dion. Yeah, yeah. I, Are we gonna give Dolly Parton some love? Because she, she, you know, she loves some of these Whitney hits. Victor just got the list. Oh, okay. Um, who's my white woman? Hey, Um, and that's kind of okay. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that. <laughs> I was already. I was like, hold up, your hair. I heard I know your hair. Uh, no, not enough to do that. Um, when it comes to white men, um, with or without I'll say the Michael hair, Michael McDonald, um, Michael Parker. <laughs> right. No, I just recently, I just recently bought. Um, I said I love you, but I lied because I was like, that's a really good song. I was like, that is a really good song. Well, he had he had the hair then. 
So I'll say what they had. Um, let me see. Oh, his he died, um, but he did a song. Um, I'll get his name in two seconds. But he when he sings. It's very dramatic, but you feel it. It is beautiful. It's one of the songs called Last Goodbye. Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley is a very talented white man. He died. He accidentally drowned. Very talented. Love him to death. Um, but yeah, he is really strong. Sadly, I had a crush on Brian from my um, um, Call Me Bad. I take that back. Yeah, just, yeah. Let I despise. <laughs> Sam Smith, because when I listen to his album, his album is garbage. That whole album is garbage. Well, let me re that. A good chunk of that album is garbage. He just tricked Say a lot of people just. and got through. His, his <laughs> new songs are kind of garbage. Justin Timberlake was always garbage. And um, I feel like Justin Timberlake stole too much from us, and we still let him in. And I, like, I, I think now we're getting on track to cut him out, but he has to go. Uh, and but anyway, the ones I do like. Okay. Mostly the wait, I want I want to talk about this uh, Sam Smith thing real quick. So wait, so Tim what part like of the album now? did you feel or like? George, oh, he's or George like, was he's, actually because it did. When I first originally listened to, listen to uh, not the like deluxe Jeff version Buckley or whatever in the Lonely Hour, it, it did seem like a or lot George, of very vague. Like these songs could go either way until there are songs that are blatantly like I'm I'm singing specifically to a man. So like what, um. Yeah, I hate Latch. Latch is terrible. Yeah. Okay. Like, I didn't like match that one song that plays everywhere. I hated that. I hated Money on My Mind. I thought it was the dumbest song I've ever heard in my life. Well, Money on My Mind could have been kept. That could have been destroyed. That could have been ashed. Um, the acoustic version of Latch, I love dearly. I guess his voice is not soothing to me. It's like it just comes off like I can't. This is going to sound horrible saying this because he's not attractive. It makes him feel more whiny. Versus if he was a little bit mm. more attractive, like to me, Michael Bolton and 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 Michael McDonald are attractive. Like Michael McDonald is attractive. Like if you look at him. Beautiful blue eyes. He's a he's a handsome man. So I kind of understood his plight more. But if but then I'm weird because if it's like Ricky Martin trying to sing stuff, I don't like it because he's too pretty to sing these songs that are sad and, <laughs> and I, it cannot be conveyed as a sad song. But somebody like Sam Smith just, yeah, just, just felt like out. I'm playing just all the out now. too much in these songs. Like oh, I'm still here. Look at me. I have nobody. It was like. Bitch, I can't deal with this. You got to go. Like Adele to me, Adele to me is overrated. Not twenty eight. I listen to twenty eight or whatever this last album. Not twenty eight. Twenty five. And I, I bought the whole album just like right off the bat, and I listened to it I was like this is garbage. There's only two songs on this entire album that's worth a buy. These other songs like Water Under the Bridge and. All that stuff. Like, so, question: Was it garbage lyrically or vocally? Lyrically, because 
like, okay, I will say this. Patti LaBelle has sung some songs. I'm like, okay, that's not cute. But because Patti has a strong voice that gives me a feeling, I can get into songs. Like she did a, a like she did a bunch of covers, and she did a cover of "I'll Stand by You" that was really strong. She did a version of "Silly" that still makes me emotional. Wow. Um, you can do songs and that are silly songs, but your voice can carry it through. I just feel like Adele song, like the songs that came together, were like who put this together? It was like it was a, it felt like this was a favor type of song I'm doing this for, and I just feel like that album, it, it wasn't a solid album. So to me. Yeah, no, I love 21. If you take Adele, you have to take at least two songs of each of her albums to make a good album. Well, I feel like 25 wasn't her strongest album at all. One best. Um, it's either 19 or 21. I, I'm inclined to go with 21, although I love 19 as well. But um, 25 definitely was not her best. But I, I appreciate Adele. And she, I feel like she knows her lane, and she stays in her lane. She respects Beyonce, um, even when, and she knows. Okay, I didn't deserve this album of the year. Well, I love it. it should have been Beyonce, but you know my white ass won't take it because politics. I'm gonna play this as smart, but there's a, a certain quality to it. Like she reminds me mm. of a, like a, a white Sade. You might, you might be shaking the table a little bit on this I one. Like yeah, Sade was it out, white, they <laughs> would be where Adele is, but because they niggas, they just not there. But I feel like Sade is the, the <laughs> black equivalent to Adele. This is the spiciest hot take. I'm right. so glad we're doing the y'all show. Talent wise, <laughs> Oh, well, no, actually, let me take that back. I feel like Sade lyrically is better than Adele, but talent wise, I feel like they're on par. Sade has no range, neither does Adele. Like, it works. All right, so thanks to you all. This is the, the show's over. Show's Ooh. over. <laughs> I, I, feel, I, I feel. I feel I'm a little triggered because I think about Love Deluxe, that album. That it's an amazing album. When I think about the songs. Like um, bulletproof soul, that that I guess that's on my soundtrack to my life. And that, to meet you, that was my that was one of my college moments when I was you know slashing tires and stuff because of boys. Oh, I was I, almost slashing tires, but same. Yeah, bulletproof soul. Yeah, that right there, that song right there. I will drive. That song will come on. King of Sorrow, and I'll get mad at somebody real quick, or I'll just be looking at people thinking it's them. I, but I would never. Victor is triggered. Never say that. I would never do that. I think. Of, I just. I feel like. like I said. I feel like Sade should be where Adele is as far as popularity and notoriety. I, I, I feel like other way around. I think because you think about the respect, Adele should would want to have the respect that Sade can. Uh, it's something about Sade that just gets that ultimate respect. I don't think everybody gives that to Adele yet. So I think that they, I think she gets it because she stands for Beyonce. I think she gets that pass. Um, yeah, it, that definitely helps. She's been graced by Giselle. But as far as like, I feel like Sade should have diamond albums. You know what I mean? I feel like Sade. Yeah, I agree with you. Should be just on that. Le- like Sade should have been that. And I feel like if they were white, they would be 
as for when it comes to popularity and when it comes to breaking records and stuff like that, yeah. I feel like Sade should be there. Yeah, I, I agree with that because I think with Adele, even with Taylor Swift, they we don't talk about that. They get a pass because of their whiteness. Because what I think yes. is the whiteness. They are they make white women feel like I can be sultry, or I can be reckless, and they and that's how they that's what their popularity is. Because they can't be a Beyonce, they can't be a Sade, they can't be, you know, a Patty. They, they, this is their only outlet. So that's why I feel like they even get. That's why they get Diamond Sale and Shania Twain. But they were okay. So like, even with Shania Twain, I feel like that's a level of a certain, and that's another level. But I think that's. I just feel like Adele. I think Adele's a little bit overrated for me because I feel like I've heard you before. <laughs> she said like that. Uh, I got one. So since we out here just throwing out hot takes, right? Like you said, women that sing and sound just like Adele. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Listen to um, "It's a Miracle" by Boy George, and or Culture Club, and listen to that woman in the background. You will say that's Adele's model. I didn't even give my, one my, quick my white man. I feel like Adele will end up being like oh, no, wait, uh, Lauren Hill is now, right? Because she oh, won't so be able to tour wait. later being like, I'm not in that space anymore. So she's going to give that thing. I'm not in that space anymore. So these hellos and chasing pavement and all the other stuff may not apply. She might not, her heart may not be in it. That's not a. Right. So my, okay, we got to give a white man and a white woman that we like. Okay. Uh, <sighs> Kelly Clarkson. Um. Oh gosh, I'm gonna go real old what? school, like. <laughs> okay. Before we were what? born, um. Patty Page. Yeah, we don't really be like, man, this, this really, um, this really triggers us in our hearts and our souls. Patty Page, yeah, like, okay, how much is that dog in the window? Keeps me going. Window. But you know, that's that's before y'all stop. <laughs> Listen, I love this song. <laughs> Listen, danger zone. That's some Looney Tunes. But fuck y'all, fuck both of y'all. Anyway, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, Kenny Loggins. Oh, I like it. Um, okay. See y'all. Yes. Forgetting, about my boy. Um, Lindsey Buckingham. He was a uh, yeah. He did the the theme to uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, yeah. Uh, gosh, who else? Oh. Uh, Boss Gax, Chet Baker, Bobby Caldwell. Won't you, uh, what you won't do for love? Uh, what is Bobby Caldwell? You're telling me. Yes, that's a white man. <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's a, and, uh, that's a and, uh, white yeah. man. And darling, open your he eyes. Did. Yeah. Yeah, he's a white man. No, it wasn't. See, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Al Jarreau. It was. Oh shit! 
Yeah. No, it was Bobby I'm sorry, Caldwell. Listen, my mom still has the album. Oh, it's shook because I've been sitting over thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. No, that was about this. Um, I, I looked it up. Yeah, those are mine. This videos right here. So I'm the only one that that. Well, not the only one, but Tina Marie. No, we we Celine Dion. We stand up for Celine. No, I, I said those. I like them. I've seen Tina Marie. I've, I've been to two of her concerts. So yeah, I'm, I'm just right. And of course, the 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 goat Barbara Streisand. I, I have I have a great sense of her. Her Guilty album is cute. It is. I will stand by Guilty. Um, I will never give up. It's Never give up is one of my cute. It's a cute song. It's silly, but it's so cute because that's how you would be when you want somebody bad. That's the song that plays in your head. I'll throw in. You know who I'm going to uh, throw in somebody to? I'm going to actually two people. Actually three. (laughs) Um, I only like a few of her songs, though. Madonna. (laughs) I like like maybe three of her songs. And only one of them because Babyface uh, produced it. Um. Baja, a, a smooth smooth jazz album, uh, smooth jazz artist, and Swing Out Sister. <laughs> yes, Baja had that time. Baja wasn't the best singer, but I will give her time. Uh-huh. All right. Time after time. And then she had a time, new day for you. Time and time. And um, oh, Hard she had a. Uh, <laughs> What was that yeah. song? Um, I was shit. more in a Pat Benatar. But, but, yeah, Baja was Baja was a T. I'm gonna try to get into some smooth jazz. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, so what about Cindy Lauper? I always yeah. hear somebody bringing that up. What's up I, with her? Is she? Is she? I would take Cindy Lauper over Madonna any day. Yeah, I would do that too. Okay, because her first album is actually really solid. Her third album was really solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't get a lot of good singing white women anymore either. Think about it. She is amazing with the pen. Um, she's one of those people who write great songs but shouldn't sing them, along with Neo and uh, Carrie Hilson. Neo needs to stop singing. He is. Uh, I hate his voice. Neo needs to just write for people. Carrie Hilson needs to just write for people. Sia needs to just write for people. Sia had a good uh, first album. Everything the first two were good. Yeah, everything else is like, you can keep all of this. All of this. Well, because I like The Year of the Gentleman as well. So anything after The Year of the Gentleman, he could have kept. But um, Sia is definitely one of those people who's me with the pen. And now you're not gonna say that Shane Delay wasn't a, a, is better when good. other people are singing it. Yeah, she needs to go to that award now. No, Chandelier was amazing, but I feel like if Sia did Diamonds, it wouldn't have been what it was. I feel like if Sia did Pretty Hurts, it wouldn't have been what it was. It would have been the same. Um, you know, she can do good emotional songs, but. It, to a degree. It's like how Mariah can sing and then not sing. Like she'll sing and then bring in some make them. But Mariah can write and sing and then come off like perfect. Like 
I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like Mariah writing for other people. Like I like Mariah writing for herself. Speaking of, can we? I know we're getting we're getting late here, so I, I wanted to just talk about Mariah real quick before we get to the end. Oh, uh, I'm I'm a low key lamb, so I was until this is how I feel about Mariah. I have bought mostly all her stuff. Her first album will always be iconic. Her second album will be somewhat iconic. Honey was to me her last best album. I feel like when she, I think when Tommy let her go, I feel like Tommy knew what she was and that's why he kept that leash. He was like, if I let this out, it's going to be a mess. Mariah was like Whitney in the sense that I feel like her blackness was like, they were like okay, so you want to appeal to, you want to have a great crossover appeal, but at the expense of your blackness until she ended it with Tommy and came out with Butterfly. Okay, okay, yeah, that, I'm sorry. It's not Honey. Butterfly, that was her last good album. Everything really? like that, the Sean Toos and the Skinny Me and the... But Emancipation of Mimi? That, I bought that one, and I look back at that as a mistake. Because I felt really? like there was like one song I actually liked after listening. Like I bought it because I bought it in the hype. You know, like you know, you you when you buy music because everybody's buying it, you like if you buy it in the hype. Then when you stop and listen to it, it's like oh, I could have just not. Like I bought it and then got rid of mostly all the songs. I, okay. I just felt. What like, about? I feel like now, like she's a she's an embarrassment because I feel like especially after oh, the no. New Year's thing because I was like you came and sang uh, a a minute of the song and that was lip sync. That's horrible. You have folks out here like Pat LaBelle, Celine Dion, folks older than you, still giving great shows, giving you voice, giving you vocals. You can't even, you can't give us a full song. Half of it is lip sync. <laughs> yeah. And then right. come back to But they, they came from a time where there was no technology in the studio, so they, they had no choice. But she has a legacy, so Mariah you know, if I had the option. legacy that she does, but then she I wouldn't waste my out. time either way. Y'all motherfuckers still, still came to the concert. I'm still getting paid, so what? You know what? I, I, know, I, think, I think if I have a legacy, I want to keep my legacy. Like It was something that Pamela Bell said to Oprah about how like, you, know, you have this, you want to keep it. I feel like right. I have, if I have a legacy, I want to die on that legacy. I don't want to be like, well, you, cause like the joke is, no. you know, the yeah. 90s, you know, back I mean, yeah. when the composer <laughs> came yeah. and when Mariah Carey could sing. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah, you know, I, I want to, if I was Mariah Carey, no, I, I just want, didn't want to see her up here like a robot. Like she just had back surgery. Attack. That would like, be sounding like I have was nothing wrong with that. a couple of dicks before I came out here. <laughs> so I just feel like. Well, it's not. It's not. Well, I would, her legend. I mean, her legend. I think her, her uh, legacy oh, is go definitely tarnished. She moves like uh, a. Yeah, she you, moves. Have y'all seen Romeo and Michelle's high school she reunion? I just have her dances moving. When Western, <laughs> I think it was <laughs> Romy. No, it was Michelle that was in the neck brace and how she was moving. That's how. Mariah Carey was dancing. Like, she just got right off the table. 
But that Heartbreaker remix with the Brat and Missy Elliott was fire. Yeah, because listen, and I did a whole thread about it. I don't feel like Mariah gets the the credit she deserves when it comes to her like using samples and interpolations because she has perfected that craft. Period. I don't feel like anybody else has used. I feel like Mariah has used the most samples and interpolations. Like. Right. And it's all it comes I mean, off perfect. Like it's she just, did have a hit with um She does it so well. Using the Tom Tom Club. <laughs> to the point where like sometimes I don't even know Come on, the the, the Tom Tom Club. <laughs> the people Nobody I even know, knows seen this alone except the Tom for me Tom and Club. like ten other people. What you gonna do when you get out of jail? <laughs> I'm gonna have some fun. What do you consider fun? Fun, natural fun. I'm gonna have some fun. <laughs> hey, and what do you consider fun? Fun, natural fun. Hey. That's a, yeah, that's, speaking of the Tom Tom Club, it's, they actually have some cute songs like Wordy Rapping Hood. If y'all just, if people get bored, just listen to some of their stuff. It's actually kind of fun. But yeah, yeah I, I'll give Mariah that. I'll give her producers that. Damn, Miss Piggy. Hey, that had to be well, you. I, I feel like Mariah should be ashamed of being this. I feel like she, to me, she, if somebody said this, and I'm, this is nothing against people who are heavy set. Oh, they don't said do that, that she to is her. the living version of Miss Piggy. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh no. my gosh. Why is that accurate? Because Miss Piggy's attitude does match well, Mariah's attitude. They were saying more about the attitude, and I said, in some ways, if you look at her, they, they had that same, that same skin tone in there. And outfits. I was like, stop it. But that's kind of true. She is, again, this is not about the weight. It's more about that's how she comes off to me. She's she's like, if they was, if, you know, in the future they'll say, they copy Miss Piggy from Mariah Carey. I can see that. (laughs) Because that's how she comes across. Like, where does Diva part? Like, I'm still confused where this Diva thing comes from. That, that wasn't really that's wild, her. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like Diana Ross was a diva. Yeah. We that's something we always knew. But, but where did this come from? Mariah, all of a sudden, where did she get to a point? She's like, "Oh, I'm in a subway." I'm like, yeah. "Girl, you were you were broke when Tommy found you. You were serving Cheetos at TGIF Fridays or wherever you were. Like you started out broke. When all of a sudden, the world may this. we never know." <laughs> <laughs> And all we right. are approaching so, damn near two hours. We can talk about music at, all day. On Twitter, at you ain't no man. But, um, that's the man right. podcast. You can also you know, use the hashtag uh, so, the man POD. Uh, you and um, Jay, where can everybody can find, find you on, on Twitter? The you can hit Huey internet. up at B A E B Y Huey at, uh, um, and that's his Twitter. You can hit me up at J J A E underscore the underscore host. Um and yeah, we do other stuff. Also, be sure to check out the other shows, Equipment I Jams, uh, where they talk about music a lot and pop culture over there with Baby Huey and DJ Imperial. And you can find me at Just Say Words, uh, Just Say Words Pod mm-hmm. on Twitter. Chunking on y'all level, man.
We want to. We want to be a part of conferences. We want. We want to. Like, listen, second year of, of Universal FanCon, we coming through. We trying to get on a panel. And definitely check them out. So y'all all also over. on the grams and stuff. So yeah. Oh yeah, no, we doing a game panel second you know, year. We just want to take over. Put me in thing. the put me in the paint, fam. Listen, yo. Listen. <laughs> Just continue the I don't music. Know what I'm uh, about, but I'll be there. He's a <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts is a great game. Kingdom Hearts one and two. Kingdom Hearts ain't gonna come out. The next Kingdom Hearts ain't gonna come out. So I don't know, know why y'all. I even... can't talk about nothing after. <laughs> Oh, it probably ain't. But the first two, I can talk about those. To, 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 well, I gotta replay them, but I can talk about it. But yeah, we everywhere. We on the IGs and Twitter. Um, hit us up and listen to us. We just did a dope episode released that today with uh, Darius Lavelle, aka the Icon Kid. Um, talking about the adult entertainment industry and just his journey as right. a person. It was, it was a dope and you can check us out so on Twitter. Out. The podcast is at Megashine Pod. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor is at Wonderman5. You can rate, subscribe, comment Jump on the food. podcast at Jump iTunes, food. SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, Let's see. We got some things coming up. Some big things coming up uh, on the way as far as guests. Uh, still working on the website, you know, it's, I've been saying that since the land before time, but you know, listen, <laughs> hey, I'm, it's just like, God damn, it is, and you don't want it to look a mess, be like, so much, be like, oh, this some shit, y'all, y'all, have, y'all, have, y'all have no exactly. money to pay nobody, <laughs> no, 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 that's no, that's a fair assessment because I've seen people get press passes and work red carpets, and then I'm like, oh man, this seems so established. And you go check their website, and you're like, so y'all just gonna stack words on top of words? Oh in? yeah. Oh okay. Word. Oh okay. Yeah. No. Then I, I'm gonna be famous next year. Then shout out to me, no, <laughs> like, cause y'all are balling. So, yeah, it's hard to work, but but to be fair, I've seen some people on their websites, so I'm not concerned. Oh. <laughs> Speak on it. Speak. All right. (laughs) Speak on it. I said this like a a couple weeks ago. Some of y'all are getting verified on Twitter. And when I go on your little websites, y'all ain't even created it. Or you wrote two articles on um, Madame Noir and um, Bossup. All of a sudden, you get. Verify, I, uh, Jack, Jack, because you've been verifying folks who ain't did nothing. These are late, like these are Come type of holes. Come through with the rent. Matter of fact, now. Jack just verify all of us on the show today. You need then we could just we'll call it even. Holes <laughs> who charge a thousand more. That is my analogy that I'm using, and I'm gonna stick to that. But the point is the fact that whoever y'all keep giving these passes to and verifications to. Victor, how are you going to start and end the show with a rant?
These people that was doing the carpet for Gucci Man wedding thing, it was like, who are these people? Like, me and Jay could have done this. Me and Imperial could have done this. Like, but would we want to though? And that, and that's why it's failing. That's why it's flopping. TRL could have been a major thing because there is a space lacking for video, like music video programming. Like it's lacking. And for like MTV and VH1 and BET, who I feel like they came up and, and made themselves off of music videos, the, the programming for them is lacking unless you have like the BET jams, like them kind of channels. But TRL could have been big and it can, still can be if they do it right. But being DJ Imperial, bringing the music videos every Saturday, the submission live.com, 12 o'clock. Uh, but still, I just I miss good music video programming, and uh, there's that's a potential. I find there's a space another day for here, another right? discussion. Done right. <laughs> Later. Yeah, because it, it does get deep, but just bring back seat. It's world. lacking, and I feel like if done right, <laughs> it, it could be good. But the way come on, Cedars, come. Uh, and on that note, Listen. y'all. Take care, and we'll see y'all next time.